Hello, this is John McCormick, the pastor of Crossword Christian Center in Round Rock, Texas, with another word on the go. Today's word will come from Joshua chapter 24, Joshua chapter 24, beginning at verse 8. We will read verses 8 through 15. Joshua 24, verses 8 through 15. Again, I'll be reading from the New Living Translation, but whatever translation of the Bible you have will do just fine. Joshua chapter 24, beginning at verse 8, you will find these words. Finally, I brought you into the land of the Amorites on the east side of the Jordan. They fought against you, but I destroyed them before you. I gave you victory over them, and you took possession of their land. Now Balak, son of Zippor, king of Moab, started a war against Israel. He summoned Balaam, son of Beor, to curse you, but I would not listen to him. Instead, I made Balaam bless you, and so I rescued you from Balak. When you crossed the Jordan River and came to Jericho, the men of Jericho fought against you, as did the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Girgashites, and the Hivites, and the Jebusites. But I gave you victory over all of them, and I sent terror ahead of you to drive out the two kings of the Amorites. It was not your swords or bows that brought you victory. I gave you land you had not worked on, and I gave you towns you did not build, the towns where you are living now. I gave you vineyards and olive groves for food, though you did not plant them. So fear the Lord and serve him wholeheartedly. Put away forever the idols your ancestors worshipped when they lived beyond the Euphrates River and in Egypt. Serve the Lord alone. But if you refuse to serve the Lord, then choose today whom you will serve. Would you prefer the gods your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates? Or will it be the gods of the Amorites in whose land you now live? But as for me and my family, we will serve the Lord. For the next few minutes, I want to uh, want you to think on this subject. Time to make your call. Time to make your call. You know that Joshua was actually the one that God chose to lead the children of Israel into the promised land. Although it was Moses that liberated them from Egypt, Moses was not the one who actually led the children into the promised land. I would invite you in your leisure to read the entire book of Joshua because it has some very good information in it for you. And it will give you a history of how it is that the Israelites, God's chosen people, actually made it into the promised land. Here we are at the end of Joshua chapter 24, and he's giving uh, the people of Israel sort of a, an admonishment, an admonition, if you will. He calls them together because God has asked him to do it. And what he basically does is say, choose who you will serve today. But before doing that, he recounts the history that actually got them to where they were. Might I suggest that there are some things that we ought to look at now, and maybe there are some things you need to look at when you decide to make another move. In fact, I'm going to challenge you and say now it's time to make your call, and we're going to see what this particular passage of Scripture has to say about that. The first thing that I see in this particular passage uh, is that you've got to remember your when. Let me say it again. Remember your when. 
Remember how empty you were before you met God? Remember how it was when you were living large and in charge, though so you thought. You remember how you were pursuing material things, money, stuff, and positions because you were trying to fill a spiritual void with people, places, and things. But you discovered that despite getting that job, that promotion, the money, the man or the woman or the possessions, the thing that was really missing in your life, those things did not fill that void. You know how you felt when you were going through something and you didn't have anyone to lean on. You felt like you were all alone, even in the midst of company, until you met God. All of a sudden, that void that you had been trying to fill with people, places and things was suddenly filled. The circumstances may not have changed in your situation whenever you were going through something. But because of your relationship with God, you knew that you were not alone. Every now and then it behooves us to remember our when. After you have remembered your when, the next thing you need to do is appreciate your now. That is, celebrate God's activity in your life. In the text, God reminds the children of Israel through Joshua that it was God who provided them liberation. That is, a way out of Egypt. But notice what God does. God not only answered their prayers, but God gave them something that they did not pray for. They prayed for God to deliver them. But they did not pray for a destination to go. Yet it was God who not only provided for their exit, but he also provided for uh, food and support through the trip. He not only provided them a way out of Egypt, but he also provided them a way into their promise. God not only provided for a way into their promise, but God provided resources on their way to getting there. God allowed someone else to build the towns that they were to live in someone else to do the planting uh, of, of whose crops they were to reap and benefit from someone else to purchase the land for their arrival. God provides everything that they need. Maybe this is a good time in the presentation to stop, press pause and compare. Maybe we ought to look at and remember our when and then appreciate our now. But the way we appreciate our now is we look back at our when. And after we've looked back at our when, we take a snapshot of our now and we compare our when to our now. And we conclude that the only way we got from when to now is by God and God's grace and God's mercy. Let me stop right now and let somebody know that even in the, uh, the situation you're in now, maybe you're busy, maybe things are not going well, but maybe things are going well right now. Here's something else in this particular text that I think we need to look at. And then I'm going to be on my way. I'm going to let you out early today. You also need to do this after you've remembered your when and you've appreciated your now. You need to make your call. What does that mean? It means you need to put your mouth where your heart is. You've heard that saying, put your money where your mouth is. Listen, after you have compared your past without God and your present with God, 
it's now time to declare your allegiance. You've got to put your mouth where your heart is. You've heard that old saying that you need to put your money where your mouth is. Listen, let me see if we can do it this way. After you have compared your past without God and your present with God, it is now time to declare your allegiance. We talked about it a minute ago. The fact that you didn't get left in your when, but you are now in your now is because of God's grace and mercy. You've got to put your mouth where you say your heart is, and you've got to do it like this. You've got to say it out loud. Put it in the atmosphere that you will serve God, regardless to where you may be sitting and who may be sitting next to you. God has been too good to you and kept you too long and carried you from your when to your now for you to keep your mouth shut. Listen, every now and then life and your surroundings will cause you to forget to openly demonstrate what you say in your heart you believe. Here it is. You'll say it in private. God, if you'll deliver me out of this situation, if you will just bless me this one time, I promise I will give you praise and I will not be shy about doing it publicly. God does exactly that, delivers you out of where you were. And sometimes we forget we get this thing called selective amnesia and we decide, well, I'll praise God, but it's not the right time and I'm not in the right space. Let me suggest that what Joshua is challenging the people of Israel to do, I'm going to challenge you to do today, and that is make your call. If you say you serve God, every now and then you need to take inventory, inventory of where you were and compare it to where you are now. And when you do that, you ought to praise him and you ought to serve him and you ought not be shy to tell about it. You ought not be ashamed to tell somebody your testimony or to tell them or share with them how good God has been to you. You never know the very person that you go to to testify about how good God has been to you may be the very person that God sent you to so that you could do just that. It's time to make your call. Have a great day.